The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the Psalm of the Scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's Word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Have you ever made a wrong turn? Now, the only thing worse than a wrong turn is to continually make wrong turns and to try to sort it out on your own and you get more lost than you were to start with. Well, today I want to show you some right turns. and They are found in this section of Psalm 119 where we are studying. It's verse 33 through verse 40. Now we've looked at the first three verses already. The, the prayer of the psalmist, teach me, give me, make me. Let me just simply point out that at the very beginning of this section, it would seem that the emphasis of the psalmist is on his desire to not only be right, but to finish right. Listen to verse 33. Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. He said, I want to get on the right way. I want to find the right way and get on it. And then I want to stay on the right way all the way to the finish line, all the way unto the end. And that's an expression we use at other points in Psalm 119. Well, I believe this section holds the keys to that desire. Uh, let's pick up, if we may, in Psalm 119, verse number 36. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Now, do you hear the repeated emphasis here on turning? For example, in verse 36, we have the word incline. It's a, a change of direction. And then in verse number 37, turn away. And then again in verse 39, turn away. So you have all these intentional directional words. The psalmist is saying, Lord, I know everything is not right in my heart. I've made some wrong turns. There are areas I'm going the wrong direction. Lord, I can't turn around on my own. I can't find the right way on my own. Lord, you'll have to turn me. You'll have to change me. You know, this is something that has been a great help to me in my own prayer life. Because sometimes, let's just be honest, you don't even feel like seeking the Lord. There are moments you don't feel like praying. There, there are times in life when your heart is so deceitful and wicked and rebellious you don't even know where to start. Well, friend, just start right where you are. Ask the Lord to, to turn your heart, to do what you cannot do. I've made this my prayer so many times. Let me give you a great verse. Jeremiah chapter 31. It's powerful. Jeremiah 31, verse number 18. Uh, the, the people of God cry out and say, Turn thou me, and I shall be turned. For thou art the Lord my God. Surely after that I was turned, I repented, and after that I was instructed, I smote upon my thigh. I was ashamed, yea, even confounded, because I did bear the reproach of my youth. Do you hear how the prayer starts? It begins by saying, Lord, turn me to you again. Give me a glimpse of you again, because if I can just get a glimpse of God, if I can, if I can be turned enough to see the Lord, to hear the Lord, to be near the Lord, then I know my heart will change. Then I know I'll 
I'll desire to repent then. I want to be right with God and be, be in the presence of the Holy One then. And so this is a prayer for the right kind of turning to be done. Now, let me give you some thoughts here quickly. First of all, in the opening verses, we turn our heart to God's Word. That's how the section begins, remember? Teach me, give me, make me, and now incline my heart unto thy testimonies. Now, turn your heart to the Word of God. If your heart is cold and hard and indifferent, if you're not sure how to get back on the right path, how to make the turn, let me give you this simple step. Open your Bible again. Just begin to read the Word again. The Word is powerful. It's water that washes clean. It is, it is a light uh, that shines on the path. It's fire that melts the coldness. It's the hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. There is power in the Word of God. And the psalmist was at least wise enough to know that if he could get his heart back in the Word, that would help turn his heart back to God. And I think it's very interesting here. He says, and not to covetousness. Can I tell you that everybody's heart is either turned toward the world or the Word? And so many people today have no appetite for the Word of God because they're feeding on this world. Uh, they're not enjoying the true spiritual riches because uh, they have a heart for covetousness. Uh, listen to this verse in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 33 and verse number 31 says, And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goeth after covetousness. That describes a lot of church-going people, doesn't it? They sit in the same building, they hear the same word, but they won't do it, they won't obey it, because their heart is more after things, after stuff, after material gain than it is after the word of God. Oh, Lord, turn my heart to what your heart is turned to. So first of all, we turn our heart to God's word. Then in verse 37, we turn away our eyes from vanity. Listen to the prayer. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. You see, for the heart to turn, the eyes have to turn. Whatever you give attention to, soon you'll give affection to. And so the psalmist says, Lord, I've been looking at the wrong things. Uh, turn my eyes from those things. Help me fix my attention, my gaze, my desire back on you. Set your affection on things above and not on things on the earth. Uh, Job said he made a covenant with his eyes because he didn't want to think improperly towards a maid. A friend, if you really want to change direction, guard your eyes and guide your eyes in the right things. So turn your heart to God's word, turn your eyes from vanity, and then in verse 38 and 39, turn your fear back to God. Now listen, to, listen to verse 38 and 39. Establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Do you hear the two fears? In verse 38, it's the fear of God. And in verse 39, it is the fear of reproach. I love this. He says, Dear Lord, help me just to fear you. And if I fear you, uh, then I won't have to fear every other thing. If I fear you and you're, you're the one in control of it all in my life, then I'll just trust and believe that you'll turn away all the other fears, that you'll take care of all the other little, little things nipping at my heels because God is greater than all. Oh, this is a right turn, friend. Turn your heart to the Bible. Turn your eyes away from vanity. Turn all your fear Godward. And then, verse 40, turn your desires to his righteousness. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Turn the desires of your heart heavenward. 
Desire the eternal. Desire the thing that that the Lord has for you. You know, in the same section, he he refers to the reproach which I fear, the enemy standing at the door. We all have the enemy standing at the door. Sin. Remember Genesis 4, verse 7? If thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. Sin always crouches waiting for the opening, waiting for me to come out of the safe haven of God's holy presence. The enemy is always lurking in the shadows. But if you can turn your heart and your desires to holy things, to living in the Lord's presence, then this will be the secret of staying on God's way all the way to the end. Ask the Lord today to keep you on the right way, uh, to help you make the right turns that need to be made so that you can continue on the path of true holiness. Are you seeing how in Scripture we have all we need? And how the word of God is all sufficient to minister to us and meet us right where we are. May the Lord use his word today to turn your heart more fully to our great God. All you need is found in the word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.